0: Hey, I'm Brendan Gennetti, and you're listening to Music You're Missing. Today, we're in studio with Spruce. I am so happy that Spruce is finally coming into studio. They are a Boston-based band, and I connected with them over a year ago now. They played Music You're Missing's first ever live event, Friends of Friends Fest, which was literally held in my friend's backyard. Uh, It was a charity event, and we ended up raising over $1,000 for charity. It was such a good night, Um, and you'll learn in the episode that it was sponsored by a certain THC Sells her company, shout out Ken Trip, um, which made it very memorable <laughs> for a variety of presets. Um, Spruce is this really cool kind of like alt pop jammy band, and they're super new. They ha- only have four songs out on streaming right now, but. Their new EP, Madison Hotel, is indicative to a new direction that they're taking. They have a new drummer called Fernando, and and things are are looking bright for them. So I'm really excited to chat with them and have them in studio. But first, I got to introduce a special co-host. Her name is Amber Walsh, and you might be wondering why is she here? And it is because Friends of Friends Fest took place in her backyard. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Amber Walsh.
1: Hi, everyone. It's not just because the show was held in my backyard. It's also because I have a liquid, smooth, buttery
0: voice. <laughs> I absolutely hated that. That's hilarious. Amber and I have actually been friends since I was seven <laughs> and she was 10. How old are you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm 29 now. Yeah.
0: Okay. So seven and nine. I won't seven age you nine. that much. Yeah. Um, but no, for real, she is like really educated. She's smart. She's getting her master's this year. So I'm really excited because I feel like you're going to offer... Just, uh, I feel like sometimes I feel dumb on the podcast and I feel like you're going to offer a really um, you are have your masters, sense. Yeah, but my master's in music business and that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, Spruce is coming in studio in just a minute, but if this is your first time listening to Music You're Missing, y'all know the drill. You've listened to podcasts before. Music You're Missing is an artist interview podcast. I interview a bunch of artists of all sizes, whether they're just starting out or some of them have freaking Grammys. Just look at our catalog. We also have a Spotify playlist called Music You're Missing, where we highlight tracks from artists on the show. I update it pretty regularly, so head over to Spotify and find your new favorite song. While you're checking things out, super corny to ask, but super helpful to us and all of the artists that we feature. If you wouldn't mind rating Music You're Missing five stars wherever you listen to your podcast, it increases the likelihood of our episodes getting playlisted, which gives more exposure to these amazing artists. Now, without further ado...
1: Welcome, Spruce, to the Music You're Missing podcast.
0: You played Music You're Missing's first ever thing that wasn't the podcast, Um, and I'm not going to call it a festival because it was very (laughs) podunked. Um, You (laughs) played a (laughs) (laughs) festival-esque. We'll give you that. (laughs) uh, Friends of Friends Festival in Amber Walsh's backyard in Brighton. Um, It was a wonderful time for me, at least. How was that experience for you guys? We loved it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it was a great experience. Um, so a funny story about Friends of Friends Festival. We played last, I think, right? There are two yeah, other- You guys were or, the freaking headliners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we wanted to indulge in all the great things you had. And maybe we got a little stone before we were going to play. Uh <laughs> couple um, of those weed seltzers. Yeah, yeah a yep, couple can cans of seltzers. And then um, your sister Emerald mm-hmm. started the festival- with a breathing exercise oh, routine. That was great. So, you know, I had, I was sitting down before the breathing <laughs> exercise routine being like, I'm cool, the world's not ending, you know, I'm going to live. <laughs> and then um, we did a, a breathing exercise where we kind of put our hands up like this and all rotated right. simultaneously and breathed <laughs> through. And then Jack and I on the first rotation caught... Eye contact immediately. So we went back, and then on the second turn, Jack's face was like beet red, and like he was trying not to laugh, just because we were like, you know, this is kind of funny. Like, what's going on? But it actually helped me like calm down. And be like, all right, nice. We're we gonna were play completely
2: music. synced up. And yeah, we're, yeah. I was dying. Yeah, I was, it was very quiet. Yeah, I was trying not to laugh. I love but it was a great that.
0: time it, yeah it turned out it turned out to help me calm down and be like alright we're going to play a great show and it's cool <laughs>
1: she's going to be so flattered when she hears yeah, honestly. I yeah, needed I, it I needed it
0: I really needed it yeah. <laughs> Emerald really is like a shaman so she <laughs> really <laughs> that you said that okay, um, it's funny that you mentioned that though because like coming into this I was like I've got to tell you a little behind the scenes fact and anyway, it anyway, was that I was so fucking high for that <laughs> I wasn't so oh, we had a, a sponsor shout out Cantrip they literally mm-hmm. gave us I think 200 cans yeah. of their THC Seltzer which is so scrumptious. Um <laughs> and it was really my first introduction to THC Seltzer and I was just like slugging them. Yeah. And I remember like it, it got to the point Emerald just like can you get can you like say something on the microphone? And I was like no. <laughs> and I was like oh my god, I'm like technically like supposed to be working here. Like I'm not yeah. here for fun. I was way too high. <laughs> yeah it yep. happens hey it does happen but <laughs> good <laughs> but, thing for breathing exercises and you know yeah. friends and a thousand dollars was raised for charity plus yeah. a thousand plus awesome. so Excellent. it and was nick, also like a beautiful day too like yeah so f- f- oh. fall sunday you know outside cool people
1: mm-hmm. yeah nick built that beautiful stage at the last second that was Well, nice. you know it was a little stage but it, was, it really <laughs> did the trick yeah it was um, really cute
0: like a wood panel what do you call that um
1: yeah, wood platform. Wood, like
0: the things that yeah. they throw out at home. But different. I palets. also remember... Pallets, yeah, there we go.
1: I remember by the time I had to go up and say something, I think I was like kind of singing it at that point. <laughs> it was just like, ooh, <laughs> it's
0: the, it was in the a, day. It was a very like hippy-dippy day for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's kind of what Music You're Missing is all about. <laughs> um, friends of friends that actually introduced me to Spruce. Um, and before like we get into Spruce, I want to talk about where you were before because I know you guys were both in different projects before Spruce. So how did Spruce come to be? So basically,
2: Tim and I have a mutual friend. And Tim was in a band with that mutual friend before joining Spruce. Um, and then I would, me and <laughs> Tim's mutual friend were in another band um, that we all decided to part ways. Um, and I was like, well, we'd been working on something for like six months to a year. And I had a bunch of songs that I had written and really wanted to get out there. And, uh, me and this other mutual friend, uh, (laughs) dancing around things out here, (laughs) but, um, yeah, no names today, but, uh, ended up starting Spruce with me, Tim and and this other friend, uh, who has since departed, um, from the band, still very much here, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but no, just got it going after that and, uh, kind of had already been working on songs and, and stuff as a band for like six months and then just launched it into Spruce from this previous project. Um, And then uh, Tim and I just recently, in the past like, six months, found a new drummer that kind of have built the core around it. And that's that's what we've been working with for the past six months and hopefully for a, a very long time
0: after yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, um, when Jack and our friend approached me about Spruce... I had. They asked me to maybe play bass in the band. I never played bass, so it was kind of like, all right, I'm going to learn to do something (laughs) different and try not to like ruin the band and the sound. And he's great at it, by the way. I still, I still think I'm a fake bassist. You know, like (laughs) fake it till you make it kind of guy. No formal training. No. Yeah. I mean, no. I just kind of like watch some YouTube videos and like just try and not sound really bad with everyone else. You know, as long as I mix in. Yeah. Well, thank you. so it was cool. it was cool to learn something new, and our friend and Jack were just like really welcoming and it was a good vibe to join Spruce. So I was excited when they asked me yeah so what was like the what was the vision for Spruce like what did we originally want to create when we decided to to form Spruce?
2: to be honest that my uh, my thing is, I always just want to play live yeah. I, I want to play as much as we can and kind of just have it out to people that we're playing people here. They like it oh you can also get it online you know, you can listen to this all the time yeah, yeah so, i mean yeah. i guess the main idea was just to keep playing live and, and just kind of become a thing in boston um and we're, we're kind of on that road still and uh and having fun with it and just not really a jam band but you know there are moments where things carry on for a while on mm-hmm. one song and stuff and just having fun with it and letting, letting the musicians be the musicians that are in it you know what i mean yeah. I, t-
1: I totally felt the jam band vibes from you guys. At friends <laughs> yeah, of friends, like I remember just looking up at you guys playing and feeling really blissed out.
0: Nice. Thanks. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> where did the name Spruce come from?
0: I've had this question asked, and honestly, I was invited to the band post Spruce. Uh, so I was like, wow. I don't really know. I just know that we're not. <laughs> Tree Affiliated so like people <laughs> okay. think the tree we're not tree the affiliated the trees don't sponsor yeah. you yes yeah. the trees do not sponsor us I guess Jack would know better <laughs> so
2: we were looking for a name and we had 20 to 40 of them on a piece of paper and every single one that we looked at was we we're like that's terrible that's bad yeah and it's one of those things that like if you've never joined a band or started a band you don't really know that naming it is actually the hardest part you yeah, can man. read all the music <laughs> but uh we came up with Spruce and we are like I don't think anybody could hate that for mm. any objective reason, but then we also said,
0: <laughs> Unless they hated
2: the tree, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. really hate, yeah. yeah, you really hate Christmas yeah. trees, yeah, true, um, but then we also made a decision early on, we are like, we're gonna call ourselves spruce, never putting a tree on anything, I like that, so we're sticking to it so far, <laughs> so far, no yeah. tree
0: affiliations, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to bring it back to what you said about like your goals for the band,' because I think that's actually super cool and unique and realistic, um to kind of get booming in Boston and the fact that you prioritize live music is something that I don't see a lot of artists prioritizing <laughs> these days. It's yeah. more so like how can I get the next TikTok dance? Um yeah. so that's that's really sick. Um it actually makes me wonder though, when you guys played Friends of Friends, I feel like you weren't necessarily playing out all that much. What's your what's your like gig history?
2: Yes. Friends of Friends from but that was probably was like, like a year ago.
0: Yeah that was probably here like in September, change. November as
2: a group, that was probably like our third or fourth show. They have no idea. Wow. Yeah, oh. yeah. And we kind of like, we had a core of uh, rhythm guitars, lead guitars, and Tim playing bass, and then kind of had like a floating drummer situation. Mm. So like we had a, we had all the songs written, had everything else done, but then it would come like, oh, we got a show. Oh, shit. We got to find a drummer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Can we curse on you? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Shit is God cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> Lord, please. Right. Shit is cool. All right. But uh, from then, I think that was like our third ever show And then we've just kind of been rolling from there
0: Damn Yeah, Yeah. I think um, the Boston music scene is interesting Like, you know, booking your own shows and finding I think finding places to play is the hardest thing There aren't as many places where you can just like, you know Set up a show or pull up and play Or play your own music that's not like you're not a cover band You know, a lot of places you're just going to see a lot of cover bands Which is cool, you know um, but for us, you know, setting up shows, connecting with other bands that also play original music and want to play shows with us is something that's just cool. And just, it's part of the experience for us. You know what I mean? Like we love playing live. We love playing our songs and it's like the hard work we do practicing is like coming to realization when we play a great show and people are like, wow, that was awesome. We're like, mm-hmm. thanks. You know, we, we worked really hard on that and yeah. that's what we we love to do. So yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned, um, booking your own shows. I kind of want to know more about where you guys are on like the business side of things. Um, Do you have a manager? No, we no manager. No manager. You're self-managed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We split duty, self-managing. Yeah, and maybe not always the best. You know, sometimes you know some email errors have occurred. You know, you have a good system where Tim is like we got an email. You're going to answer it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You want to take this one? Like, ah, yeah, all right, yeah, right, I got it. I got it yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely hard to do like on your own, but yeah. it's also not necessary for everyone because that's a financial expense that you gotta mm-hmm. keep into consideration. Yep. So yep. keep yeah. doing that. Yep. Um, is this, this is not a full-time gig, correct?
2: No, we both came from
0: work. Yeah. it's not. Hey, this isn't my full-time gig either. What's, <laughs> what's occupying our nine to five?
2: uh construction for both of us oddly enough just yeah. happenstance I'm yeah. a assistant
0: project manager in construction and i work tenants. for uh, like a real estate developer so what's like the juxtaposition between doing that because I, I mean i feel the same way like working a corporate job also construction i feel like is a lot less creative than maybe being a musician um yep. how do you kind of like work-life balance separate the two um, I I guess I feel like I live two lives sometimes. I live like the real estate development life and then at night I'm kinda like Batman. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be a rock star <laughs> now. I'm gonna put on my rock star mask at times, you know. Um Yeah, I guess it's hard. You know, I wish this could be a full time thing. I think that's maybe a goal of ours to like, you know, if it turned our way we could do it full time, that would be sweet. Definitely. I could walk into my boss's office and be like, hey, man, sorry, but like, I'm going to do this yeah. instead. And it's going to be cool. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think, you know, getting to five o'clock and then transitioning is something I look forward to. So it kind of like helps get through the day. You're like, all right, I've got a practice or a show later. You're like, nice. I'll get through work and do my job sure. and then carry on as a part time rock star, per se. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm similar
2: in the sense of like, you got practice from seven to 10. Like, yeah, it is late, but like, that's what you want to do. Yeah. And like, it's a thing that you love to do. And also I have like, my bosses are funnily supportive of the music, mm-hmm. which is great. Cause they're like, I think they know if like,
0: <laughs> Oh, if it ever took off, like, uh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they'd understand. they like, you get it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. That's, I mean, that's really true. And like same with me and a lot of other artists that I've, I've talked to finding like the support in your corporate life is huge because like when before i was doing what i was doing now i have so much flexibility i was not able to do anything in music mm, right and mm. your dream is dead if you don't have <laughs> the flexibility because you got to pay the bills and yeah. like being oh, yeah. an independent artist even if you're bumping on like spotify still not really paying the bills mm. yeah pennies on the dollar Ooh. spotify point 0. zero zero pennies on the dollar you ever got yeah. a check for spotify okay. yet have we I tried to look at our distro kid today, <laughs> and I didn't have the password on my computer, and I was like, it's probably oh, like geez. 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could get like a couple Happy Meals maybe with, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, uh, some, that's a start. That is a start. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would be kind of sweet, yeah. Going back to playing live, though, I mean, that is
2: kind of the more appeal of playing live of like, oh, you kind of can make a little bit of money, at least Dude, yeah. doing something more so, because the streams are very tough, I yeah, mean, probably as you guys know, too.
1: I was just curious, let's say like going with the dream, if you do take off or if it does get to go full time, is there a venue, whether it's in Boston or anywhere that you've dreamed of playing at? And mm. is there an artist who you're like, oh, I'd love if they joined in for this song or I'd love to collaborate with them?
0: That's you a great go first. question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've just being in Boston for five or so years now, I've always loved the Sinclair.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Um, it's not like a huge room, but it's big enough where you're like, this is cool. I feel like, you know, I'm like legit kind of thing. Um, so I would love to play the Sinclair. An artist? Um, that's a, that's a tougher question. I don't know if I can think of an artist off the top of my head that I'd love to join us. We're welcoming to, you know, a lot of different types of music. I don't know, Jack, do you, anyone you'd be like, wow, this would be a super sick,
2: Oh yeah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, you got the Definitely. idea then. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a guitar player, um, and just kind of like, love certain guitar guys. But like, I guess, and currently where we're at right now, like in my head would be like, we could play the Paradise Rock Club, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then. John for and Flea wanted to stop by. That'd be sick. <laughs> 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 yeah. Which venue yeah. 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 doesn't yeah. make
0: much sense, yeah. but you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they're in town. Yeah, just yeah. a quick little stop by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what venues have you played in Boston? I know you did the Cantab, mm-hmm. um, um, great venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Have you played like
2: Bright Music Hall? Played the Jungle in Somerville, Cantab Lounge, of course. Um, we've done a bunch of open mics at the Bebop. We've never actually played oh. our, our oh. own yep. show there, but yep. Yep. that's a fun little spot. The burn, um, the burn the, yeah. the, bar the, the burn yeah everyone loves the
0: burn right burn yeah. back room yeah. good time back there um um what's the one in jamaica Plain? uh Midway, Midway, Midway. cafe Midway. Yes. yep yep um, we know all too well queeroki <laughs>
1: Like, Thursday nights.
0: Really, you guys have done karaoke there? Thursday nights?
1: Oh yeah, Um okey. Yeah, queer <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> right. ah, That's important distinction.
0: My apologies. What uh, what's your guys' song of choice? If you don't mind me asking a question.
1: Mine is "Believe" by Cher. Oh my nice. gosh. Yeah. Or Valerie nice. Amy Winehouse. Okay. Two <laughs> <a few laughs> great songs. What
0: about yours? I'm going to hit it with "I'm Yours" by Jason Mraz. Wow. wow.
1: I think yeah. we've sang that together. Maybe.
0: Ah uh, uh, yeah, actually we sang
1: "Lucky I'm In." Oh no, you're right. Wow.
2: I learned "I'm Yours" when I was like 15, dude. I embarrassingly like, played it for a high school girlfriend and I will never, recover. <laughs> I'm
0: 29 years old. No, but, no, listen, listen, let me tell you, uh, that is a party trick. And I didn't realize until recently because I, I don't know. I like karaoke has been around forever, but mm-hmm. I feel like recently I've been like, I'm not fucking around. If I'm doing karaoke, like the whole crowd's going to, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Lately exactly. I've been hating it with the, I'm yours. And actually most recently I was at my, my friend's wedding and they had a piano person doing like piano karaoke. Nice. I did. I'm yours. I've never felt more like a superstar about it. Mix it into a set next time. Yeah, all All right, right. that's not a bad idea. And I'm not saying it's, I I don't love the song. I don't. It's the people that love it. That's true. Karaoke is about the people. It is. It is. And kind of like gigging, Sorry. Yeah,
1: go. I was just gonna say the hardest I've ever went at karaoke was this past summer in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. Mm. I did a standing back bend as part of my routine, and this woman thought wow. that I was collapsing, so she tried to come over and like <laughs> pick me back up. I was like, "This was a stunt. Like this was started of my gig." <laughs> You're a blowing stunt. my
0: show right now. Yeah, it was, was this right, <laughs> during Believe I Share? Like what I were think you singing? It was
1: either that or Valerie. It had it, to be I'm, one of those. I, I, mean, I, I think probably Valerie. Valerie might yeah. make yeah.
0: a little more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know um Believe by Share is the first song to ever use autotune? Like oh, Cher really? was the first person to ever use autotune on Believe, I think. I didn't know oh that. Don't God. quote me on that, but I'm like ninety nine percent sure. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, cut that cool. as a clip. <laughs> yeah. Post it on TikTok <laughs> and see what people say. And they, they go, <laughs> um, everyone's like that kid's an idiot, he has no idea. yeah, yep. Uh, well, all right. Bring it back to gigging and playing out. Um, mm-hmm. you kind of, you got like the spruce is loose mm, gigs yeah, coming yeah, up. Yep, um, yep. I, I want to highlight cause like I said, I feel like when I first tuned into you, it didn't seem as if you were gigging all that much, but now you got a new EP you're gigging. Mm-hmm. Um, you're clearly booking it yourself. So what's, uh, what's lighting this fire under us? Uh,
2: really to be honest is finding that that drummer um mm-hmm. whose name is fernando you can shout out to fern daddy him up there yep, up, our on boy the left there he is um but no just just finding the the right guy um and it could have been anybody um but he came in and just it gelled and we had a show uh, i think maybe like eight days after we met him and then we played with him twice and then played a show and we were like draw by fire let's go and then it really worked out And then uh, Now that we have this kind of core That really We're ready to go at any moment yeah. Now we're like Just reaching out Finding shows Yeah Taking stuff And Just more excited about it too Because you just have that core That's already ready
0: to go Yeah before When our other friend was in the band It was You know Two guitarists and a bassist You need You need a drummer And we had right. a floating drummer So now that we Like Jack said We have this core We're like Alright we'll play Whenever You know Anyone that will take us will do it And um Fernando has been a great ad in the sense that like he contributes mm-hmm. to like structures of songs and things that Jack and I would never think of as non-drummers. You know, his his perspective for like, wow, Fernando, that's so true, dude. We should do it that way. <laughs> like, oh my God. I would have never thought of this. So it's You're like, a smart guy, Fernando. <laughs> yeah, you are the man, Fernando. So like, you know, it it's helped Jack and I, I guess, progress as musicians and songwriters thinking about things from a Percussion sense. We're like, all right, yeah, we should like change change things up at this moment and do this differently, and you know, just having him with us, you know, we are a full band now. We're ready to play, and so now yeah. that we're ready to play, why not? Why not keep playing, dude? Hell yeah, that's awesome, yeah. and it it definitely shows too. Like I I've I've been keeping an eye out on you guys, um, and like I said, I can tell that I don't know. It seemed like a, a positive change for sure. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, definitely. Which leads me to the newest EP, Madison Hotel. Amber was before we even get into the music. Amber was enthralled by the cover art.
1: Yeah, it reminded me of Grand Budapest Hotel. Ooh, I <laughs> wondered
0: <want> if to- <laughs> Me I too, a little bit. That Wes Anderson. So I made a collage out of um, New York Times magazines, mm. and that's all the things in the <laughs> <laughs> in the uh, EPR. And then uh, it was actually the background was kind of like a weird pink and green color, mm. and then we put like the collage onto Jack's. Microsoft Paint? Microsoft Paint 3D. 3D. Oh, okay. No, you got Which once you version. save
2: it, you can't modify it. It's oh. wild. <laughs> yeah Fun fact. <laughs>
0: um, a anyway,
2: heart attacks in
0: there. So, so we classic. changed the color of the background and like the clouds and things and yeah, it turned out pretty cool. Yeah. I spent a whole Saturday... Slightly stoned, cutting out <laughs> New York Times magazines and making I love a collage. A collage. Yeah, yeah. It was yep. both of our ideas to
2: do the collage, and I was like, "All right, we'll we'll come together. We'll both make collages, and then we'll see which one is better."
0: And Tim sent me a photo of his, and I was like, "I didn't you start." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something I love about a project is when it's not named after one of like the tracks on the on the project. Mm. Usually, there's like a reason for that. How did we come up with the name Madison Hotel?
2: This is another thing, kind of going back to naming stuff actually being the hardest part about it. Because <laughs> sometimes you have a song written and you're like, this is great. And you're like, what do I call it? And like, I have no idea. But I live uh, or have lived on uh, Madison Street and kind of sitting in a back room in there, writing songs, doing whatever. And I was like, you know what? Madison Hotel would be a pretty good name. I'm like, why not? And I'm like, eh, he's in and out. Everybody's in and out, kind of hanging out writing music to and whatever and I was like that's a solid name and just kind of ran with it Madison Hotel Love it. I oh, think oh, yeah. it
0: came down it was Madison Hotel or was it Midnight Blue what was the other one something like Midnight Blue something blue yeah something like kind of like erotic blue or something <laughs> we were going to go with very
1: <laughs> long <laughs> adult review <of> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and I feel like John Mayer came out his last album was Something Blue right it was like I was worried that we, we were going to go like the Miles Davis
2: route of like Shades of Blue. Oh, yeah. And I was right. like, if we're mm. calling something Midnight Blue, like we got to.
1: Or even competing with Taylor Swift's Midnights.
0: Oh, uh-huh. we don't want to compete with Definitely Taylor. not. <laughs> in yeah. today's day and time, we do not want to compete <laughs> with her. Not the person we want to go up against. But yeah, so I like Madison Hotel. It, yeah. it, it inspired the idea for the album art. It was a cool idea because Jack, you know, lives in that street. It meant something to all of us. So, yeah, that's cool. for sure. Yeah. yeah, the first track I heard from that was Away Game. Mm-hmm. Um... Super impressive, Thanks. really, really good stuff. It seems like there was kind of like an upgrade in production since the the first release. Is am I correct in saying that? It's funny that you say that. Yeah, <laughs> away game is almost in a not a downgrade in production, but oh wow, um, away game wasn't gonna originally be on the EP, mm-hmm. um, right. and so then Jack and I were together and we were like, let's just make like a demo of something. And I was like, Jack, what do you have? He's like, oh, I got this song called Away Game. So, we spent a couple hours making the demo and then, like, you know, I kind of like mix it around and like added some stuff. And then we presented it to the rest of the group at the time. They're like, wow, this is like pretty cool. Let's, this should, this should get on there. We we're like, all right, nice, let's do it. So, we like did a lot of the work ourselves in kind of like a very DIY, not knowing how to produce music, let's just like make something that sounds cool format. I think it was
2: like in three hours. And we had yeah. like the vocals and the guitar and everything set. And we were like, this is kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so did, did you not,
0: self-produce like settle in and we
2: worked with another guy but it was everything that we've had on spotify is kind of done in a basement or a garage type deal
0: um and this same person helped us make you know finish away game right he, he, he got us to the finish line um but yeah we just this it just started as a demo we were like this sounds cool let's just record it and see what happens and then like we just put it together last minute and it ended up Making it on the EP. And we're like, nice, good for us. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, the EPS two tracks, away game, all I need. I'm sure you're sitting on like a bunch more. So why did we know these were the, the next two to release? Um, I think
2: with all I need, we were definitely kind of pumped on that one. Like I, I kind of put that one together and then like brought it to the guys and I was like, look at this. <laughs> like, come on. I'm, I was real excited on that one. So we knew that was going to go um, definitely. And then really with away game, it it just so happened that one night. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. There's the moment. That That might have been Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Away game just kind of came together. And it's kind of one of those things that like you make something and like, I feel like you make music and then you think about it and you're like, I like this. Is anybody else going to like this? And then you listen to it a hundred times and you go like, yeah, I think somebody might. And it it sounded like kind of too good to keep it off kind of deal. So we were like, all right, let's do it and just put it out and then all I need was a whole different animal of recording it um, we recorded that one as like a full band so oh, cool. room mics and all different stuff and and that was a 10 hour Saturday of yeah we did like
0: 50 something takes <laughs> so many with no lyrics just just the music yeah um, just over and over and over again and I think all I need was like one of the first songs when you guys invited me to join we were like you were like hey I got this new thing let's try this and I was like oh Nice. Okay. <laughs> like, well, this is cool. Like, I'm in. Let me be in your band, <laughs> and we'll make this song together. So, yeah, it was yeah. cool.
2: It was fun doing it too. It was fun doing all those recordings, and then like also doing that while not singing. Yeah, it's hilarious because you're used to like, all right, I'm playing, I'm singing, <laughs> everything's in order, and then you go like, you cannot make a noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like, ooh, everything changes. But we got there, and we're we're happy with what we got out yeah. there.
1: Speaking of lyrics, I for away game. And slash before this episode, I was like Googling to see if you guys had lyrics online. It doesn't appear that you do yet. So I wonder if you might treat us to putting the lyrics online and maybe including a little bit of lore behind the songs.
0: Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think we can do do that. that. That's probably an unintentional. That's probably like a... Result of us self managing, we're like, how do you, <laughs> yeah. do, how do you do that? Yeah. We're not really, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's probably an unintentional thing, but we can, we can. Yeah, yeah I just do that. love
1: reading the lyrics.
0: Yeah, that, like. that is a cool feature. Yeah, when I have an artist on the show, I get like really fucking hippie dippy with it because I really want to listen to like the music and I want to talk about it. Um, and the first thing I do is I'll go on Genius and I'll look up the song and I notice you guys didn't have it and I'm like, yeah, it's just indicative of you, like you said, being like self managed. So I'm kind of curious. So I I'd want to. Talk more about like the business stuff, okay? Because uh, this is the stuff that sure. fascinates. Sure, sure. W- what was your like rollout strategy? And it's like okay, if you didn't have one, but like, what was your sh- rollout strategy for Madison Hotel? For Madison Hotel, it was shortly after uh, losing a band member. Yeah, it was in the midst um, of like a potential band breakup. So not we not had like maybe it. had a had an idea, and then we had to reevaluate Ooh. our plan a little bit. It was
2: it was honestly it was a moment where Things kind of think the way things played out. Um, I immediately was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. And I was like, I'm done. I'm upset, and it it was what it was. 48 hours later, I called Tim. I was like, Can we please be in a band? still? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I was dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, let's keep it going. Um, and we had away game and, and all I need together, and we were like, All right. It was originally supposed to be three. Um, we we kept off the third one. That was a. a The other persons that ended up leaving, um, and put those two out. And at that current moment, it was like we worked so hard to get these songs done. We're gonna put them out, promote them on our Instagram and everything. But then we were also just two guys. Yeah. So we were like, all right, what are we gonna do here? And the plan was was to practice as much as we can, keep everything as tight as we can, keep playing, keep playing all the songs and everything. And then when we find someone else that wants to be in the band, like a drummer, we have to convince them that we're good enough that they need Mm -hmm. that they want to stay. And we succeeded. So yeah, it worked out. But a, yeah. a lot of hours of me and Tim alone in a. Have you ever been to the record co. in Dorchester? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: this Mass, one's, uh, this one's on like the massive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they have small rooms that are probably like six feet wide by like eight foot that way. Yeah. And they're tiny, and it would just be me and Tim just like hammering out songs for two hours. Two three times a week,
0: yeah, for like really four sweaty or five months, yeah. And drums were—I have a foot tambourine that I like to use, oh, and lady. so that was our percussion section. Was my foot tambourine? <laughs> Did you see his left calf, <laughs> <laughs> yoked, so jacked, yeah. Um But yeah, when we released the music, when we when we finally got to like let's put it out, let's do it, you know. Um, I guess our plan was—I don't know if we really had a plan. We were like, let's just get getting it out was the plan, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Staying together and become you know creating a band again was like the next step, and we persevered kind of to get to that point, and now we're there playing shows and now that we have made this new band per se, you know maybe we're gonna record new music soon, I think is maybe on the horizon, uh, yeah, that might
2: that's we got this kind of the holiday tour, the Sprucious loose tour going on in Boston yep. right now. And then the plan is, is kind of after that, like record a couple singles and, and produce them that way and get them out yeah um, just to kind of keep it hot
0: and keep things going. Yeah, dude, that's honestly, that is the best rollout strategy is to keep it hot. And like, yep. especially with the live shows, those are going to be so many new ears, you're getting your music in, mm-hmm. capitalize off that for sure. Mm-hmm, um, let's talk about the shows. What, uh, what do you got lined up for them?
2: So we got, we just played Cantab Lounge on Tuesday, uh, the
0: upstairs. We How joined. was the Tuesday night crowd? I Like, was it lit? It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No well, people yeah. That I thought they were going to be there on a Tuesday night, yeah. you know? Indicative of you guys being good, first of all. Oh, I um, thank you. you. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: no, it was good. That was good. And then uh, uh, December 29th, Cantab Lounge, uh, seven and nine will be going on at nine. And then we're playing New Year's Eve at the Jungle in Somerville. That's awesome. Are you playing until the ball drops? We're unsure of the yeah. time. Okay. Yeah, that would be That's cool. Really exciting. <laughs> no, it's fun. We we played there like a month ago, and uh, the Booker was working the door, and like, it was a, it was funny because he was like, oh like never really met us before, and like ah oh, whatever, and then we played had like fifty or sixty people come through. Yeah, kind of really packed out the Jungle. Had a great time, and then I was bringing out my guitar and my amp, and he was like. New Year's Eve. And I was like, yeah, all right, let's do it. So, and then we kind of told him we had a show two days before, and typically they don't like to do that. And he was like, we want you guys, like, come on in.
0: Dude, good for them. That's good. Well, good for you guys, first of all, but also shout out to them for not being douchebags and letting you guys Oh, exactly. Sure. Also, if we do play to the ball drop, Jack and I might have to kiss, right? That's like, <laughs> Sorry, sorry at Kirsten Jack's girlfriend, Ooh, but like, uh, if we're playing and the ball's dropping. You got to kiss someone, dude. Yeah. Right? You got it, bro. Okay. <laughs> that, like, All do you right. feel pressure? Like, I feel like you're welcoming people into the new year. The first thing they're going to remember is is Bruce. Yeah, like that band slapped and they kissed. Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> those are two. <laughs> holy, holy shit, that band rocks. Tim, so Tim, many Tim many has gone reasons. rogue. I don't know. Honestly, I think you guys got to kiss. You got to kiss. We're going to kiss. <laughs> He's not, like, he might not like it, but we'll kiss. Even we'll if you're a ends at like nine you guys get yeah yes. <laughs> yeah yeah, yep, yeah what was that about <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they kiss three hours early. that's weird love uh, wins <laughs> that's, right, that's right so what uh what is next after this uh, you alluded to creating new stuff um i imagine you're writing what's what's been inspiring us lately <sighs>
2: inspiring
0: i, I it's feel funny because like, yeah, yeah
2: um, my bad um uh, but no i'm it's funny because like i the fun part about being in a band is that you can kind of collaborate. Not kind of collaborate, actually collaborate. And what I end up doing a lot is that I'll sit in uh, <laughs> this little back room I have in my apartment until midnight, 1 a.m. And I would come up with something and it's starting to make sense. And then I bring it over to these guys when we go to practice. And like a lot of times I just won't like say anything and just start playing something at the front. And they're like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, come on, guys, let's check it out. Um, but I mean, Inspiration wise, I'm just kind of a jam guy where I just, I'll sit down and play for a couple hours and like record stuff here and there on my phone and and with a microphone here and there and just piece it together from there. It's all kind of an interesting way to figure something out and put it all together.
0: Yeah. I would say about, we probably have been working on three or four new songs that, you know, we'll try and record singles maybe of each. I think each song inspiration maybe differs from a lyrical perspective, but From a musical perspective, I think going back and shouting out our boy, Fernando, we've really maybe taken the next step in making music that isn't kind of just like basic structure. We're thinking about things maybe more outside the box and being like, oh, let's try and do something different here and, you know, evolve the song into more of like a, I don't know what the right word for it is, you know, not just a song, but something that's like more thought out in structure as opposed to just lyrics. Um, More
2: dynamics to it. Yeah, more diverse. Yeah, to make it more
0: fun and interesting. Um, So I think that inspiration and collaboration we've had when Jack brings, like, you know, the bass of something to a table, we're all ready to, like, all right, let's, you know, we could try this, we could do this, and like a breakdown or whatever. Um, So I think it's exciting for new Spruce music to be, you know, along the lines of what we put out, but also a little different, a little more diverse, you know, something interesting for listeners to hear.
2: The dynamic is fun, too, of being like, I come with something, Tim goes like, this is, I think this, and we're like, all right, let's try it out. And then maybe 20 minutes later, we're like, ah, maybe not. And then somebody, somebody else throws something in and just kind of, the, the fun part is, is like, do the best thing for the music. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, there's no ego really involved mm-hmm. in it, which a yeah. part. yeah.
1: I really want to hear more about you guys' like songwriting process. Like, is there one person who does a lot of the songwriting, and I also want to know if it starts with more of like, I need to write a song about this thing that happened to me, or if it starts with like a line or a word. Like, what what's it like?
0: That's (laughs) Jack is definitely like the base songwriter of the band. He'll like you know, I'll turn it over to him, but he he brings like an idea to us, Mm -hmm. and then we're like, all right, let's let's shape this thing. Right. But yeah. When you have the idea, Jack, how does that, it
2: happens? depends. And I think it's different for kind of every song and in every situation. Cause like sometimes I'll be sitting around and like think of a line and I'm like, Oh, I gotta write that down. Mm, yeah. And yeah. then, but that's almost harder sometimes. Cause then you take that line and then I got to sit down and kind of like make a melody work with the chords or, or mm. riff or whatever it is. And I'm like, wait a minute! Like, how do? I it's like reverse engineering. Yeah. Like you already kind of have a thing, but you don't have anything else to go along with it. And then a lot of times, more so, I'm more guitar focused. Of like, kind of really writing a guitar part, and then being like, oh, I can put words to this. Mm-hmm. I, I find that much easier than having the words written out and then going for it. But then I've also more so lately been writing out lyrics and then kind of trying to push myself and being like, all right, I can make this work. I can make it happen. Um, but yeah, it's a hodgepodge
0: of a couple of different things. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And it's cool. Um, you know, I write songs too. I kind of have like a a personal project going under my own True. name. Mm. Self plug, I'm putting out an EP on Monday. Oh, no. Nice, Whoa. That's awesome. All right, we're going to yes. have to have a little segue out in a minute, but go on. <laughs> anyway, it's cool to be around Jack because as a songwriter, I learn a lot from him. You know what I mean? There's, he brings a bass to the table, and then Fernando and I, you know, will build around it and things. So it's interesting. You know, working with different songwriters is so good to learn, you know, what someone else does and you can take things or you know, whatever. You can learn from what they do. So for me it's cool when Jack brings an idea to the table, I'm like, wow, that's cool how you did that. Like, let's talk about this and that, and it like is insightful when I think about writing songs and stuff like that. So
2: I love playing so, Tim's music too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. My music is more like uh, more like sad indie folk <laughs> music. You know, it doesn't hit it doesn't slap the spruce sound. And when I first joined the band, our friend and Jack were like, let's, you know, let's enjoy Like, let's do your songs. And I'm like, eh, you know, Spruce <laughs> has a vibe, right? Like, you yeah. know, we have a vibe and it's a cool vibe. I don't want to like, you know, play a great song, like settle in and then play a song. Everyone's like, man, this is sad and depressing. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Are these guys good? You know, so, um, you know, it is cool for me to like learn from Jack and like collaborate on songs. Cause it's just like a learning tool mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah. Um, is Settle In kind of like the fan favorite track yeah I would say so we say that's the one that the kids like yeah yeah. <laughs> Tim said little that,
2: that to me track. on stage on yeah. Tuesday I was like yeah. Settle In right like we kind of set this on the ground I was like Settle In and he goes like yeah and he was like it's one the kids love
0: yeah <laughs> I was like what, <laughs> <laughs> what? alright yeah. yeah I'd say that's the fan favorite um, as of yet. Yeah. definitely what kind of response do you guys get because I imagine when you do play there are some people who might not have um, been exposed to Spruce before and it's like their introduction to you what kind of response do they usually say to you afterwards
2: we get a lot of, and this is kind of funny because I, I feel like I hear about this a lot with a lot of different musicians and even like comedians, performers, whoever, like they come up and go, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> like they're surprised. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't supposed to be. And you're like, yeah. thanks, I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, No, but uh, typically, no, just, I mean, people going to be like, that was great. Like, thanks. And you're like, all right, great. And I think it's kind of, especially independent music, We all know you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, And I I think people are typically pleasantly surprised with us, which is a a nice feeling for us, too.
0: That's awesome. I mean, and honestly, like, there there are a lot of artists that aren't necessarily stage ready that do get the opportunity to play out. And that's how you get stage ready, of Mm -hmm. course, by practice. But I think part of the reason that some people might be surprised is because, like, when I saw you guys, you were genuinely, like... It didn't seem like that was your third show together ever. It was. It was very like polished and like you were a, a long, long time band for sure.
2: We hide it well.
0: Big <laughs> <laughs> fake it till you make it, guys. You know.
2: Actually, <laughs> I didn't really. I, it took me a long time to get out and play out. Like I've been playing guitar for over 20 years now, but I always had this thing in my head of being like, "No, I need to be like good enough to go do that." Mm-hmm. And in my head, I never was. I started to go do it, and I was like. What was I thinking? I just I wasted a bunch of time kind yeah. of with that thinking. And,
0: dude, yeah. that's imposter syndrome, man. <laughs> I forget who it was. I actually I do know who it was. This is going to be an annoying plug, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> I just plug myself, so I'm saying. I, I had a conversation with the founder of GovBall, and he's like respectable wow. dude. Yeah. And that's I awesome. this is before I did anything. I was like interning at Sony at the time, and I was like, oh, I kind of like want to be an artist manager. And he was like, I, basically, I said something like, I don't know how to get there, like, and he could, like go out and manage an artist, like. Mm-hmm you are whatever you are it doesn't matter what your success is like right. you guys are performers you're professional yeah. performers you get paid to perform it doesn't matter if it's your third time on stage or whatever <laughs> you're a professional songwriter like you are just like what you are and honestly that advice has been like one of the biggest things that i've i've led with my career so hopefully you will feel the same way and imposter syndrome's not real so great, great. that's actually really cool yeah. yeah yeah i like that all right great <laughs> <But> i'm glad. <laughs> glad the plug worked um all right so 2024 is on the horizon you guys are ringing in the new year with a big old smooch other than that <laughs> what what are some goals for spruce in 2024 outside of locking lips with jack <laughs> <laughs> um
2: definitely releasing new music yeah new music um, Yep. new music is probably our biggest goal and Not necessarily like an album and possibly not even an EP, but what we're thinking is more along the lines of releasing multiple singles, possibly. Mm -hmm. And especially from like an independent perspective, we had a friend say to us, like, shots on goal. You know what I mean? Of just like, keep going out there. And there's no reason to like, you don't want to, I mean, not that there's no reason, but you burn 12 songs get back to the drawing board pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that'll be the, that'll be the goal and then keep playing. And hopefully by the end of 2024, um, shows in other States looking mm-hmm. to try and mm-hmm. kind of break into New York, mm-hmm. send a couple emails, trying to figure out something for when it gets warmer. Um, but that would be, yeah. Other States and new music are probably at the top of the list.
0: I'm excited for new music because part of doing this is like a creative outlet, right? Like, you know, like you said, construction and real estate development isn't all that creative, Or cool anyway. So, you know, doing and, you know, we don't want to play that many covers because for us writing music and playing our own music is like why we do it. It's a creative outlet and it's cool. So when you get to a point where you're ready to record new songs, you're like, all right, nice. This is like us manifesting our creative outlet and like putting things out. It's a vulnerable thing to put things out, but it's like, nice, we're going to do this and put it out. And it like is a culmination of why I think Jack and I probably started playing music, you know, outside of playing the instrument. But like writing songs, it's a cool thing to do. So I'm, I'm the most excited. I love playing shows, but recording music and putting out new music is such a fun process and project. So I'm excited for that. 2024. I definitely really admire your love for music. And it's so odd to say, because you would think like artists would always kind of lead with that. Mm -hmm. it's actually almost rarely the case. Um, I asked for your goals and they were both music related. So that's really awesome to hear. Um, And I think when you lead with like those intentions, the the best stuff comes out. So I'm excited to see what's next. And you guys have actually been killing it as of late. So I'm excited to see you continue to ride that wave. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I was getting a vision of you guys playing at. Um, have you ever been to Nectar's in Burlington, Vermont? I feel like you that guys would show sure No, so so. no I've never Such been. Such a like yeah.
0: great. Is it a people. bar?
1: Um, it's a bar and live music place. A lot of jam bands play there. Uh, I right. guess I think the Dead used to play there. Um, Nick and Emerald, are both like they would they would bring out a big crowd. Burlington, you guys. probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys
0: would honestly kill it in Burlington. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, cool. yeah. <laughs> Was that one of your guys like Spotify wrapped? Towns, locations. Burli- Mine was actually, I think, Burlington.
1: Mine was Berkeley, California. I heard like Berkeley, Burlington, and Cambridge were all like.
0: I got you know, somewhere Christians, in California yeah. that was not that far yeah. off. I was like, all right. I got <laughs> Provo, Utah, and it's the Mormon capital of the United States.
1: Oh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Interesting. <laughs> not sure why.
0: I can't think of any like. <laughs> I Utah wonder what the Mormons listening to. listen to. Yeah. Listening yeah. to a lot of no- Mormon creeds. <laughs> no
1: dancing. <laughs> <laughs> They're not allowed to dance. I think. What is
0: it? Yeah. You uh, really- uh, milking? No, not milking. Yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> soaking. So. <laughs> Okay. Oh. What, is, what is soaking? What? It's essentially milking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, interesting. Uh,
2: I don't we can go Yeah, I can look it up later. I don't need to admit a, the amount of knowledge I have about
0: that. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to know what's in your yeah. I don't want to look at your search history, Jack. Uh, <laughs> all right, I wrap up every interview with this question, kind of similar to what I just asked you, except unrelated to music in your career. What are some goals you have for the near future? Hm, interesting. Interesting. Um, Honestly, I guess a personal goal of mine, and this is cliche, I guess, but living my best life, living consecutive days and, you know, I guess we only have so much time to do things. And I think about this when I think about working a job and then doing this on the side, you need to take advantage of all the time you have to do something cool. And, you know, is it your legacy or your memory? I don't know. But like, you know. The new year presents a new opportunity to do new things and cool things, and as opposed to spending it like at your nine to five grinding, doing work that maybe no one appreciates, you know, do something cooler with your life. And I think Spruce does that at our five to nine. Uh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say my goal is to keep rocking the five to nine. Hell yeah! That's awesome. Yeah, I think I'm kind of right,
2: right along the same vein. You said it pretty well, but like, I think my and like we were talking about it before where I, I did this for so long and then kind of just kind of broke out in the past like three years, being like, all right, no, we're we're playing live, we're doing everything, and just kind of having confidence in myself, confidence in my ideas, and confidence in it is music-related, I guess. But then personal life as well, just feel something, go with it, believe in it, and go do it. Yeah, yeah You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point in your life, though, it is – it is personal because you are making a personal commitment to use your personal time to invest into a different endeavor. Like mm-hmm, you could right. definitely be like hitting the gym more. That's what a lot of people say, <laughs> but like you're, you're clearly focusing it on like the creative outlet. So I'll accept it. Normally I'm a little, I'm, I'm normally mean because artists are always like, I don't know what to say. It's like you push back, you have a goal all the time. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> almost every time one person I always use this as an example one person said it immediately they are like oh, I really want to buy a Subaru this year and I was like thank you that's awesome that's Not a right. very specific, <laughs> specific goal right. yeah it's a very specific goal good investment for them I hope they yeah. did yeah really good yeah long term yeah.
1: I thought you were going to say you push people to make it a smart goal
0: no, yeah. definitely not. I'm like have more fun, yeah. drink more Viva Tequila Seltzer. Um, and actually a delicious. Viva. Yeah, oh my, I yeah, haven't really drank nice. many, but this was a very good. This one. is not a plug, I swear. I genuinely, they gave us like a, a bunch of these, mm-hmm. and I've been having one before my podcast shoots, and I've been so fucking good on the microphone. Lately. Yeah, <laughs> it's because of Viva Tequila it Seltzer. It is nice. Yeah, <laughs> <I> feel <laughs> loose. We had a beer before we got here. We we're like, mm-hmm.
2: we definitely gotta do yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, can I ask what your guys' goals are for 2024, Amber and Brendan? That. Whoever wants to go
2: first. Flipping, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry to go
0: stepbrothers no, flipping right. on you guys. <laughs> Amber, do you know? Well, I can go if you want.
1: I don't, okay. I'm trying to think of my actual goal because I, I feel like this is going to be a big year for me because I'm graduating my master's. And, wow, congratulations. Um, That's thank awesome. Thank you. Um, I'm already a therapist like working full time, but I'm like oh, really wow. excited to be like a real therapist i guess you're a real therapist um, yeah i'm a real therapist i am (laughs) i mean i have to be um but yeah so i'm really excited for that and i think i'm just it's my second career i used to be a teacher and i'm just like really excited that i'm living out my passion and something i really care about and it wasn't like easy to make the switch and i'm really glad i did it to like honor myself and my uh what makes me feel fulfilled so i'm I'm excited to like reap the the good feelings
0: yeah that's awesome cheers to you thank you oh yeah that was lovely. Now I feel bad, like I'm taking away from you by sharing mine. <laughs> oh. um, mine last year, I feel like I've, b- I've been doing very well as of late. And it's living life less intensely because mm-hmm. I do shit all the time. I literally am always doing something and I travel a lot. And that was also part of my goal. And this year, I'm just trying to like be a normal person. And like lately, I've been working my nine to five, going to the gym. And then afterwards, I'll come home and I'll do like music. You're missing things. And it's nice to like have that routine and mm-hmm. not like... Peter, that's why I didn't go to the underground yesterday. I'm working mm-hmm. on myself. Okay, I keep drinking till <laughs> two a.m. I forgot he's back there. Um, <laughs> doing a ton of yoga. Come oh, on, I did, I do yoga as well. Yeah, man. Hot. I do a hot flow on uh, Wednesday yeah. nights. Yeah. Um, in South Boston, Krista Lynn is my instructor. <laughs> Shout out Lynn. <laughs> she'd probably never hear this, but wow, she <laughs> really direct. She spiritually connects with me. Great. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Amber and I actually do it together. Yeah,
1: a fun fact is that Brendan and I are on the couples membership at the gym. We're, <laughs> we're not. We're not actually. A Don't couple, give that but, up. You gotta. Know, hey, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> yeah,
0: gotta scan the system. Like sometimes somehow. I'm like, should I wear my fake ring today? <laughs> 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 Where do you guys practice? Uh, lifetime. Lifetime.
1: But also um, shout out Breathe Cambridge because that was my that was my uh, studio yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Miss it there.
0: What kind of flow do you guys do? Hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the winter time is so great to do hot because you get in there. Yeah, you're sweating. Then you walk outside when it's cold, and you just feel like a new person. Oh yeah. Oh, that cold air touches you, and you're like, "Wow!" Like, who am I right now? Yeah. Biggest hack. (laughs) Biggest hack. You can be my guest if you ever want to come. Mondays at 5:45, you do like a heated flow. Mm -hmm. It's like really, it's like a core workout, Mm -hmm. and you're so sweaty. And then you go out to your car and you smoke a little joint. Mm. And you go in for an hour meditation.
1: Then you go to the jacuzzi. And then you
0: go in the jacuzzi. (laughs) And then you go do the lap lanes with your friends. And Mm -hmm. you just walk them walk down. You don't actually swim. And then yeah, we just walk and gossip. Yeah, that's... Wait, I've you never guys... I've done this and that <laughs> sounds very <laughs> appealing. You guys, you like so. the lap lane thing? You guys walk down the yeah, and lane like and bitch. then walk back. Then, so you guys, <laughs> you guys just basically pace the pool floor. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely not putting effort in my strokes. I'm, I'm yeah. Tip-toeing. <laughs> yeah, tip-toeing. tiptoeing. Yeah, okay. All right. Wow, another, that's pretty cool.
1: I'll say another thing about hot yoga. Um, I used to get seasonal depression in the summer because it's just too hot. But <laughs> now that I've been doing oh. hot yoga, I can tolerate the heat and I wow. actually enjoy it. All right. So...
0: Shout out to I hot yoga. Yeah. Uh, That's you know, a hack.
1: The old SD. That is is
0: that. <laughs> that is a unique the SD old, too. Yeah, Everyone gets I it know. now. Everyone's yeah. like, I hate the cold. Now it's I dark. Cold. I feel like yeah, I'm I, fighting now. I've avoided seasonal depression because when I go to the gym, usually it's like dawn-ish. Is that mm-hmm. the night one? Dawn. Dusk. 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 I was like, go. yeah. really? D- <laughs> no, yeah, good for you. Dark. You're out dawn. Yeah. Nice. It's dusk-ish. But then when I come out, it's nighttime. But by the time I come out, it would have been nighttime even if it's in the summer does that make sense so like i don't yeah, experience I an early nighttime because oh, it would have wow. been nighttime no matter what oh, yeah okay. anyways yeah so that's my goal <laughs> my goal is actually to focus a lot more on music you're missing because we've been popping off as of late so i'm trying Excellent. to hey can get that back dude, that's awesome you guys have been popping
2: off. yeah up. i seen, mean this sure. place is
0: really cool Yeah. yeah this, this is, is definitely helped. this is so cool yeah. this has certainly helped yeah um anywho um i'm <laughs> Spruce it's, <laughs> it's been lovely chatting with you guys I'm so sorry that it took like a, a, one whole year for you guys to come in studio but about I'm glad because now you're in the new studio and yeah. you saw all these people it worked out it worked and thank sorry. you for having us it's been an absolute pleasure we well, really yeah thanks it. for
1: having me you know, <laughs> it was we'll, fun we'll, to be uh, on with you guys thanks we'll for being here Amber <laughs> yes. yes,
0: we'll see you on the, the Spruce is Loose the Spruce yes, is Loose cheers <laughs>